welcome back. It's Black Sports 980. I'm Host Laws in the building. Again, came off the the, the hiatus. Um, it's our first show back for a week. Had to take a week off, uh, recalibrate. Um, we got a lot of topics on on deck today. We talking LeBron. We talking Dwight Howard salt cookie dough. Uh, we talking Wizards. We talking. Alpha Morris to the Cowboys, all oh, a whole bunch of stuff is, is on deck. NCAA, um, but just to get things started, uh, how y'all doing today, man? Y'all alright? Y'all alright? Feeling alright? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The weather's starting to warm up. For starters, we got LeBron James. He re- he, uh, I guess a day or two ago, he went on his Twitter and removed the Cleveland Cavaliers as one of his contacts or unfollowed the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, and of course, you know, anything LeBron James does is going to bring attention. They never um, said winning was easy. Some people can't handle success. I can't. What are your thoughts on that? Does it, is this much to do about nothing? Or is this like a, uh, you know, because today LeBron came on and said that he's just trying to focus and get ready for the playoffs. And, you know, basically he's trying to like, you know, cut out social media and really just like zero in and focus on on you know the playoffs that are that are coming in a, cu- a couple of weeks. And he just decided to do it a little bit earlier this year. What are y'all thoughts on that? Is the Bama swelling or is he is he being serious? I mean, the whole thing is is you kind of have to pay some attention to it because he is coming up on the end of his contract. He only signed a two year deal when he went back, so. Is he? He's, you could tell he's not happy. He hasn't been happy with what's happened. He hasn't been happy with how things are going. He doesn't really see any shot for them to win the championship playing the way they playing. Um, so, is it one of those things where it's kind of the writing's on the wall, or is it one of those things where he's just being honest and just trying to focus, or playing his cards to make negotiations a little bit harder on the Cavaliers at the end of the season? I, I really don't know what it is, but you got to pay attention to it because there is something going on. It's not just him focusing. It's more than that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... You going to you gonna defend I, him? I mean, I, I don't really have any defense for him. I mean, other than the fact that I don't necessarily think it's a big deal, but at the same token, it's, it's what I've said all year long as far as... And also with Wall, like, like just play... Because like like all this stuff that LeBron has been doing, like it's, it's grown old. You know, I mean, he's a great player, but it's like, like I mean, he's like the supreme uh, diva. He's like ultra sensitive, and all this stuff is just unnecessary. Because I don't believe he's going anywhere. Like I don't, I don't think he's leaving Cleveland again. Like that, that would just be ridiculous. Um, like he's gotten everything to basically go the way that he's wanted it from, you know, uh, not keeping Wiggins and trading and making that trade to get love to getting Blatt out of there. Although Blatt only, all he did was win, you know what I mean? And all these moves that LeBron has called the shots on. Win, 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 no matter what. Them doors that was closed, and, I ripped the you know, doors so off. It's like, I don't, I don't know what he wants. Like, that's when you call for all these, all these players, you... You you wanted them you wanted them in there so 
I, I don't understand why he just won't, you know, leave the whole social media and stuff alone. It's like he's bringing more attention to himself and making things an issue that weren't a big issue. Like even like from the inter- like that interview yesterday when the guy asked him and he just said, you know, he said next question. And then the guy behind that asked like a decent question, you know, to kind of change it up. But he was so thrown off by that previous question. Like, I mean, you were the one that did it. So like, I don't understand like why you're acting this way. You bought that on yourself and then you just made it worse. So, I mean, that's just like my thing. Like he needs to, he needs yeah. to cut, it, cut it out. I, I, I'm right there with you, man. The Joan is just like a little kid. Aaron, what what'd you, what'd you want to say about it? I mean, I just don't know what to say about it. I don't know what it helps or hurts to do what he did. Like, how does it take your focus away from the game by Cleveland being on your Twitter? Like, I mean, I just don't understand. So, I don't even know what to add. No, yeah, it, this is just one another answer. The thing is, young, I, to me, it's disingenuous for LeBron James to say, I'm trying to get ready for the playoffs and all that stuff. But when he's asked about it, he don't answer it right away. And then because right. it's become like an issue, then he try to flip, flip, flip back on the other end and be like, "Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to get ready, trying to stay focused." But then on the on the other end, he's talking about, "Oh, maybe I'm gonna get on Snapchat this week because he tweets out, maybe I'm gonna, I'm gonna get on Snapchat so my fans can find." Like, dog, either you're gonna be on social media or you're not gonna be on social media. Like, you can't have your cake right. and eat it too. You can't, or you, you can't date the youngin' at Popeyes and the youngin' at, at Wendy's at the same time. You gotta, you just gotta. <laughs> Make a decision, dog. Come on, man. Stop doing this. Right. You're too talented. You're too good to be doing this funny business. Like, yeah, it just it to me it just blows my mind that he continues to make these same stupid mistakes. Like this is this is why people don't consider you better than like a lot of people don't consider you the best because of just this little stuff. Like if you act right, like I mean, people will at least like you. But this stuff makes people not like you because. It makes you seem like a sucker. Like, so he just yeah. he's soft, he's, he's emotional. He's he's the king. He's the king of passive aggressive behavior. Like, like you said, Aaron, you're saying like you don't know what it helps or hurt. Like, it's not a big deal, but it's like he could easily not put anything on Twitter, and that would solve you know all of those. You don't have to get asked that question because you didn't put it on there. It's like you no. Put it on there. Everyone knows that it's like some underlying issue. And then when you're asked about it, you act like, why are you asking me this? Like, you put the joint on there. You're a polarizing figure. They're going to ask the question. Dog, he could have easily just just X the whole Twitter joint out if he was, like, really trying to, like, step away. Like, if, if I'm really trying to get off of social media, I'm just shutting my account down. Then they could talk about that. Why you shut your account down? Because I'm not trying to deal with the media, the people, whatever. I'm just trying to focus on on these playoffs that's coming up. If you really try, but to go in and like find Cleveland Cavaliers and like single out like 17 different people that you following and unfollow them, like that's just like you're doing that on purpose, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? You you doing that on purpose. So don't try to like act like we stupid. You know what I'm saying? You try to act like people are just dumb. I'm no, we're not dumb, dog. If you really want to get off social media, it's a it's a it's a button that you can shut your account down or whatever, suspend your account, whatever. You can do that easy, easy. If you really wanted to do that, so today is just another game. I don't I don't know if it's a message for for the Cleveland Cavaliers. I don't know if he's coming back next year. I don't know. I think he just don't want to be in Cleveland. Cleveland is 
terrible city anyway. You go there, the Jones is just <laughs> so there you go. Man, man. It is though. I mean but I'm saying that's where he's from, Ohio. He went He had the same face though. He I mean, maybe. And he wanted to try to bring them a championship since, you know, Miami, you know, he he got two or whatever with them. So he was trying to bring one to them, but I mean, yeah, things aren't going the way he thought. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like like Kyrie, you know, that 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 kind of uh, mold on the court or the or the uh, you know, the two of them playing together hasn't been um, like what I guess maybe he expected, um, at least to this point. I mean, I thought actually last year they they had played well together, you know, until um, obviously Kyrie went down. But this year, him coming off the injury and trying to sit back in, I mean, it just hasn't really kind of gone as smoothly as it appeared to go last year. So, I mean, I don't know. But like I said, this is all the stuff he asked for. So he needs to fall back and just go out there and be by example and try to get it done. You loyal. You're grateful. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Well, ho- hopefully. I mean, the thing is, it, they'll be in the playoffs. They'll they'll get to the finals, I, I believe. Um, you know, unless Miami knock them off the throne, which I think they very well could. Um, but they no. definitely need Chris Bosh. They need Chris Bosh. Um, but, you know, they'll, they'll get back to the finals and they'll lose again. And that'll just be another reason or another... Uh, you know, excuse that he'll have to maybe leave and get out of there. I, I don't know. Uh, nonetheless, this past weekend, Steph Curry and them played the San Antonio Spurs and they end up losing to the Spurs in a, in a tight one uh, by eight. Um, came down to the wire um, for the most part. Well, it came down to the fourth quarter. And in the San Antonio, you know, they basically t- took the W. Uh, Steph Curry, he shot terrible, uh, which is rare. Uh, Clay Thompson shot terrible, which is rare, um, and they end up losing. The question is, does this game really mean anything, or was it just an off night for Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, or did San Antonio like put the clamps on them? Um, I, I don't really think it means anything personally. I mean, really, if you look at it, like San Antonio, they had to win that because for uh, psychological purposes. I mean, losing by thirty and the type of season that Golden State's had. When you look at the fact that Golden State had played uh, three games in five nights, that was a back-to-back. They were missing three players. Uh, The two top big men in Bogut and Azili's been out for a while, and then, of course, Iguodala. And and Curry and Thompson didn't shoot well. And with all of that, they were in the game with about three minutes left. And and, And so you figure... Had they had Steph shot the ball better, they still would have been in San Antonio or Clay, because there have been times where Steph didn't shoot well and Clay did, and, and they were able to get the W. Um, so, and then the fact that San Antonio, with all of that, they and obviously being what thirty four and zero at home at the time, and just barely, just barely winning. Like I said, with all of that happening, I think that uh, Golden State definitely shouldn't be tripping off of that. San Antonio shouldn't necessarily be worried either because they won the game, but mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's you know too much uh, to take away well, from they, that. Well, they, 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 they came back. I mean, I, I, to me, it was a get back game. Like they had to, they had to win this game after, like you say, getting embarrassed in the first first meeting, and you know they were going to pull out all the stops. And for me, 
I feel like this season is kind of wore on for the uh, for for the Warriors. You know, having to win as many games they won night in, night out. Like, I, I'm not saying that they took the night off, but they kind of did. Like, you know, you, they weren't playing like it was a playoff game. It looked like the Spurs was playing it like it was a playoff game. But, you know. I, I mean, I won't say that. I, I just think they were missing a lot. You know what I mean? I think that the, like I said, three games and five, five nights. I think it was about five games and about eight nights or nine or five games and nine nights. So it was a rough, a lot of basketball they had played. So I think that's where the missing came into play and them, you know, kind of maybe losing energy. But I think they definitely played tough because, like you said, Spurs gave them everything. And in order for them to stay in that game, missing the way they did, like they, they were playing too. But like I said, they were just missing. What I'm about to say is going to sound kind of retarded, but I'm going to say it anyway. I feel like winning the game for the Spurs wasn't as important as or wasn't as big of a deal as not losing. I feel like the win is like, okay, you can keep pace and still you in the conversation. But those two teams are obviously going to meet up in the Western Conference Finals. If they would have lost that game, to go into the playoffs and have to face that team after getting blown out the way they did in uh, Golden State and then coming to the game, it's kind of hard to feel like you can beat a team at all. I feel like for confidence purposes, like Jeff was saying, it's just huge for them not to lose the game because if they lose that game, I feel like basically you have to write them off and basically give the chip to Golden State. Yeah, yeah. Shaq, what do you want? You want to add something? Nah, they covered it, man. I mean, it was it was an important game for San Antonio, way more important than it was for, for Golden State. So they, they did what they needed to just to show that they can compete and remind themselves that they can compete. That's really all it is, like Aaron said. Yeah, nah, yeah, and that's that's just the bottom line. They they had they had to put forth a hundred and twenty five thousand percent effort to try to get that W, especially at home. I mean, and, and, and let, let's just be real. Like San Antonio Spurs are a good team. I'm not saying that they sorry or they bad. They're a good team, and I I didn't expect nothing less from you know. A coach, a team coached by, you know, Greg Popovich. You know, they're going to bring their A game. Um, but to me, I just saw one team really going after it a lot harder than the other, in my opinion, just watching the game. And I think, you know, when the stakes are raised, uh, I, to me, San Antonio looked gassed out. They looked gassed out running around trying to chase, you know, Steph Curry all night and do all this extra stuff that they had to do. If they had to do that for a seven-game series, I just don't see San Antonio be able to stick with the the youth of the of the Warriors, especially with them missing, you know, some key key player contributors, you know, with the the dynamic of their team. So it's gonna be. I mean, of course, that's what we anticipate being uh, the 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 Western Conference Finals. The uh, the Warriors and, and the Spurs, or they'll meet up maybe, you know, maybe a game before that. But at some time, they're going to have to see each other. And whenever that happens, that's probably going to be the best series to watch um, or the, the one that I'm looking most forward to. Uh, moving on to another Western Conference team. And this clown, Dwight Howard, the other night, they're playing against uh, the Atlanta Hawks. And uh, I think it's Paul Millsaps at the free throw line. The referee has the ball, or I guess Dwight Howard gets the ball, and he, like, wipes some stick on the basketball. 
and then hands it to the referee, and then the referee doesn't like you know pay attention and gives the ball to Millsap. Millsap looks at the ball and like, what is this foolishness on the ball? And he gives the ball back to the referee, and the referee has to go to the sideline, and then he takes the ball out of the game. What is Dwight Howard doing? What is he doing? Like, I already don't like the Batman, but this is just, it's just foolishness. Then you're going to say, yeah, stick him. I don't know what the big deal is. I do this every game. I had his, you know, I do this every game. What? What? What are you talking about, dog? Like, why? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Who? I didn't even know they used stick him in basketball. Like, who knew that? Did y'all know that? It, nope. He's the only I'm one. About it. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, I, I, I do. I, I mean, they, they, all, they use some form of it. It might not be that what he used, but I mean, they've been, for years, they've been using a bunch of different type of uh, substances to kind of give them better grip from Bruh. the ball, from talcum powder to, uh, you know, I've heard players use lotion to the stick. I mean, so yeah, I mean, players definitely do that. I mean, he said that he just overdid it. Is what happened. Like he put too much on his hands, <laughs> so that's why that's why it left the residue on the basketball that Paul Millsap felt. So, Yo, what is he I mean, doing though, dog? Jeff, come on, he's, yeah, he's you try. He's a goof. He's a goof, dog. <laughs> like this man that, need to be suspended, dog, from OD'd. school. <laughs> this man yeah, need to be suspended from school, dog. Hey. This old man gonna put the Fred Belitnikoff on the ball and just hand it to the. Come on, man! You can't be using stick them in a basketball game. Why you even have? It's re. I dog Dwight Howard is some trash. Like, and when you're some trash, you start doing stuff like this. It's like that Bam at the gym when you play. Every time you like go to the lane, like he play no defense. You just get by him and he just push you in the back because he can't play defense. And he be like, "Oh yeah, dog, like young, I ain't even push you. I ain't." Even. That's how Dwight Howard is. Like he just, just. He's just a dirty player. Like, why would you put anything on the ball? Like, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I'm so glad to do it. Aaron, you you still want to bring him back on to the Wizards for Nene? I'll take anybody for Nene. (laughs) (laughs) We, and I mean, just people in general, like the media in general, still talks about the the White Howard like he's an elite player. He's Jay Cutler of the NBA. Yeah. Like, just stop talking about this Bama. He's over. Just move I agree, on. dog. I agree. The Bama was two I for agree. seven the other night. Two for seven. And 17 boards or something like that. I'm he like, don't be getting dude. no touches, though. I mean, he, if he if he was on the Wizards, he would get way more touches than, than he does with the Rockets. You know what I mean? Because That's they try and force the issue, not because he deserve it. Dog, he don't deserve. He don't. Yeah, you're what seven, what seven feet. I mean, and you're you get, more athletic get, than everybody. You, you don't get seven. If, but if you get seventeen boards, you don't deserve to touch the ball. I mean, that's pretty ridiculous, dog. Dog, you know Jeff. What I'm, what I'm trying to say is, Jeff. What I'm trying to say is, if I get seventeen boards, I'm gonna have at least twenty points. Because that means oh. I, dog, I'm be on the glass. If I'm on the glass and I'm getting rebounds. That's that's additional shot attempts. No, I, I mean, that's a lot of them. A lot rebounds. of them are defensive. It's defensive rebounds. Exactly. A lot of those are defensive rebounds. Exactly. You answered your question. He like, gave it to Harden. Exactly. Don't see it. <laughs> he said he gave it to Joe to Harden. Yeah. So, that's it, yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> he he, we all we know he would get more touches if he played for the Wizards. So it's not even a question. Okay, that's you know, true. He, that's he, true. He, 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 of course, he's not what he used to be, but he would be better than what he is in Houston. I believe. Uh, Obviously, this injuries. Is, he's injuries, a non-factor uh, right now. This Batman's a non-factor. Yeah, I mean, like, 
Like Aaron said, man, Harden touched that jump and dribbled the jump the whole clock and then, <laughs> and then pull up for the step back. You know? And when he getting assists, it's really because he kicking it to shooters. It's not because he really giving it to Dwight like that. Yeah, but I just, you know, I mean, I, something's got to give, dog. You get you can get more than two, seven touches, dog, in a whole game at seven feet. Like, that you're nigga. a mismatch for anybody you're going to play against. You're a mismatch. That's, man. Is that coaching? Hey, man. Is that bigger staff? It's, 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 I mean, it's, it's coaching and it's the players on the floor. It's <laughs> like, you got to They don't respect them, dog. That's what it got to be. Mean, hey. Cause I'd have been like, that, but they, you also, but look though, you also see why they're not not as good. You know what I mean? Like the fact that you pay this man all the money, and 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 Harden came there, or he was there, and then Howard came there. Like if you all want to make this work, you gotta at least give him the ball and see what happens. And then if if it's not get if it's not working, like then then hey, you then that, then it didn't work. But for him to not, not consistently be touching the ball, like I say, he he plays defense and rebounds. So based off of that, he deserves some touch. And how much they pay him? For goodness sake, dog. Ain't like they got and a to stick him on his hands. I mean, whatever. Give him <laughs> the rock. <laughs> man, I'm a Dwight Howard, dog. Toilet tissue paper, man. Get him out of here. Next on the list, we go to another big man in the West who stays hurt, young. He got the uh, the handicap sign in his Jeep in the front window, Anthony Davis. Apparently, he was playing with a torn labrum for three years. This does not look good for the, for the Pelicans, if this is true. Because Anthony Davis is their star, of course. But for him to be playing for three years with a torn labrum, I don't even care if, it, if he said my shoulder was sore and they looked at it and they were like, hey, look, bro, if you keep playing, it's going to turn into this. Like, you might want to just chill. Like, the fact that they just let him play through the jump and he made this statement so just casually, it just looks bad on the organization. It just looks real bad on the organization. Um, I mean, will Anthony Davis ever be what he's supposed to be? I mean, like, that question is, is kind of like a loaded question from the standpoint that, like, this year was a down year, and he's averaging 24 and 11 in, like, three blocks. Oh and, like, I want to say, like, four assists or something like that. And this with is those torn numbers are slight. Yeah, with the torn label. And, there's, and these numbers are down from last year, which, you know, were amazing, and he made first team. So when you say, is he going to be what he's supposed to be, like, he's – you know, doing his thing and obviously getting better. They need to get the personnel around him that fits, you know, his style of play. Like, it's almost like New Orleans has been snake-bitten in general because the players that they all bought in are injured all of the time. From, uh, you know, uh, from Evans to Eric Gordon to Holiday, they're injured all the time. So while I necessarily don't think the roster would still be great together if they were healthy, I mean, we still we never have even really got the chance to see that. As far as him playing uh, three years with the torn labrum, like I said, the numbers have been there, and obviously it was something he could play through. He had a beast of a season last year and, like, a, a pretty solid season this year. So um, I don't know if you can necessarily say, you know, that it was some negligence on the Pelicans' part because – he obviously could play through it, and you know they made it to the playoffs last year. So I don't really think that that is a big deal that he has been playing with it for three years because he's been producing the way he has. So it obviously hasn't happened him that much. 
So that's that's my kind of take on it. Oh, Aaron, what you think, man? Eric Gordon, he been out 53 games. Tariq Evans out. He, like, everybody on their squad hurt all the time. All the I time. mean, unless they got, unless they got uh, Aaron Foster brother in the locker room with them. There <laughs> <laughs> something going on, dog. It like they hurt. Anthony Davis playing yeah, with torn shoulder. Like, they, I mean... The, the the coach they might need to physical. need to look into the training staff, though. They definitely need to look into new, potentially new new uh, heads of that for sure. Yeah. All right. What do you think, man? You say you think he's superhuman, huh? Yeah. You. Whenever people have growth spurts where they grow like eight nine inches in one year, like a lot of times that's like that's not natural. That's like something is physically wrong but you might be like an enlarged pituitary gland or something and that's, <laughs> obviously, for real, that's just not natural yeah. Bama went from 6'3 to 6'10 in one year oh yeah, my dog. god yeah that's crazy that's crazy yeah I mean that I, I believe it I believe it plays a part I mean you see a lot of these super tall athletes Yao Ming you know foot messed up Katie foot issues like you know I don't know, man. Bodies ain't supposed to grow that big, dog. I don't know. But yeah, I I saw something saying how they were um, talking about they might have to consider like kind of rebuilding his body, like how it's like built right now to get the man Lego set. What they gonna do? I mean, I don't know. You know, nowadays with all this technology and stuff like that they have and, and these and the top notch trainers and everything I, I guess they're gonna the figure nano out bites. they can put them nano bites in his <laughs> legs and his arms <laughs> they gonna have to do something though I, I, I just don't I really don't see Anthony Davis really like having a long career with the injuries that he's having to fight off this early in his career this consistently um, just like I think Bradley Bill and injuries will just riddle him, you know, you know, for for his his entire career. And I know that's like a bold statement. I know it's right, but I'm just Super going bold. on just what I see. That's just like if I go to school and I'm taking tests and I'm getting C's, and then I'm just getting C's and I get C's for three years in a row. Like, even though I have the potential to get straight A's, it's just not likely. It's just not likely that I'm gonna get straight A's that 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 fourth year. It's just not likely because I've been getting C's all throughout. Now, I'm not saying it's the same as Bradley Bill and 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 uh, Anthony Davis in the sense that their playing ability, because I think Anthony Davis' ceiling is just way higher when it comes to playing. But as far as that injury, the injury just it. It's a black black plague, young. In my book, it make you some trash. I, I know that's harsh. I know that's harsh. Nah, nah, look, I mean, look, I look at his numbers. He's this, but in my book, it's like, young. If you can't stay healthy, like you're unavailable. The fault yeah. button is trash. Like it's just the default. It's not even against your your playing ability, your style, your potential. It's not against any of that. It's just the fact that we can never see that. So because we can't see it, it just doesn't exist. Like to to me. This is the one thing I will say for Anthony Davis, though. He's built like a 10th grader, and he's playing power against power forwards and centers like with the big boys who are clearly bigger and stronger. If he's able to put some mass on, I think that'll help a lot as far as him getting these kind of injuries. Yeah, and that's probably so what they were talking about with rebuilding him is 
sending him back to the weight room, get some kind of regimen going that strengthens him up and rebuilds his body frame into a, a more like Kawhi Leonard type, where he's more physical and can handle. I, but, um, I thought, I thought they built this, I, but I thought they built this. But I thought they did the strength and conditioning over the summer to like get his body like up to up to par with the you know with with the constant banging and that he was going to take during the league. I mean, a, a couple a couple more beef briskets and, <laughs> and, and extra time at LA Fitness. I don't know if that's the answer. Like I just, I, I mean, mean, he might get bigger, but he we, might get slower. We, I mean, we 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 have to see though too, like because. If these injuries were really hampering his ability, like it's scary still to think of what he can do. Like I said, doing what he's done as far as numbers wise, like because like that, that's crazy. But the the problem with this now, though, is the rehab. Like, so, you know, typically when players have to rehab, that takes away from their ability to get better and put in that work over the summer because they're rehabbing the whole time. So that that's your main focus. So um, as far as next year, I mean, he's still going to do what he does, but um, you know, it, it, barring he comes back healthy, but I think it'll it'll definitely take some time because he won't be able to, you know, put in the work on his game like a per- player would that didn't, you know, have to go into off-season surgery. Yeah, but I mean, just look at the whole rebuilding thing. Look at Michael Jordan for an example. His first three championships, he was the slim high flyer, and his second three, he was able to post up and and shoot the J and like he had more bulk on him he where he could handle being uh, right. playing in the in the in the paint a little bit more so it kind of helped him out to elongate his career and be able to switch from being one type of player to another so he might have to change the way he plays going forward he won't be the athletic wingman type like Chris Bosh but he'll switch more to the Tim Duncan type, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I think I think that's a good point too, as far as uh, with George, because even in them earlier years, like you say, he was he was slimmer than he was in the later three championships. But like I remember on the Jordan rules, like like him having to get in the weight room, like to deal with those that physical pounding that he was taking in the playoffs. Like as it was a different brand to obviously a basketball than than, than collegiate level. So um, so yeah, like you said, like it's still only what this was Davis's fourth year. Like that's still extremely young. So like, yeah. like I think that it's still plenty of time. It also was a different league back then, dog. This was getting clothesline and, and, and power bomb on the court and all types of stuff. Like the physicality of the game, which is at a much higher level now, I, you know, just not as physical as it used to be. So I don't even know if he, if it's, if it's really necessary. You know what I'm saying? I just think he just needs to get healthy. Whatever that takes, if that's more weightlifting and that's more like food and diet type of uh, regimen, I don't know what it what is going what it's going to take, stretching. but yeah, some yoga, stretching, some Pilates, get him, yeah, get him a youngin or something. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> but he just, he just need to stay healthy. He need to stay healthy because otherwise it'll just be a waste, not a waste of a career, but just it'll be sad. You know what I'm saying? Because I think he is one of the premier talents in the league, and if he can't stay healthy, then we'll never see him like flourish. Um, to what you know, what we we all think he can be. The Wizards, they getting W's right now. John Wall, he he yoga flames out here cooking. 
trying to get the get the squad back into the into the playoffs. They're making a playoff push. They won five in a row. I'm actually, you know, like we always say, we've been it. talking about. <laughs> we've been talking about how we don't want them to win, but don't do it. it don't, don't say Her it, cousin. man. Oh yeah, but listen, I, yeah. This is this is the this is the bad part about being a Washington Washingtonian fan is because even though I want these Bams to lose, I like it when they win. Like it feels good when they win. <laughs> watching the Bams succeed. Like, y'all be rude, like yeah, y'all get them. But then in the back of my mind, I'm like, that means we're gonna keep Randy Whitman, which I don't want. So it's like it's like. You know, a gift and a curse at the same time, and I just don't know how to reconcile the two. Well, well, do we, we <laughs> do we want them to win? I don't want no. them to lose. Lose. Ah, no. It's for the best, Harold. Yeah, it's no, for the and best. They're, and they're winning. They're winning right now because Brett, uh, uh, John Wall is carrying the team on his back. Like, and Bill, like, Bill, Bill, he's carrying the team. A little bit too. Bill stepped up too. Yeah, Bill 25. stepped up too. Yeah. Now that's how you supposed to drive. From that one, that's how you yeah, drive. He, he's, 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 he's stepping up. He's starting to come around. You said what? I said the whole thing is him ever being healthy. Like clearly, we wouldn't be in this position if Bill was healthy. Um. So like, but you know, it is what it is. Like I said, I'm not complaining because I want I want uh, Randy out of this. So. Uh, and Ernie too, but I'll take I'll take Randy for now. So. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing comes down to to answer your question, Harold, about winning. What's the point of winning if you're not going to win at all? Bang, bang. I mean, yeah, you're holding you're holding your team back by winning. So, what's the point of winning and being happy about it if you're not going to win? But I don't want to be like the Lakers. I don't want to be like one of them teams that just lose on purpose and you know just. That's how you win you chips. You got a trash yeah. roster. Yeah, that, that, you gotta that's how you win. Get. You loyal. You grateful. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's that's how you get them them, them fide players, man. Like that's just the way that they uh, is set up in the NBA. Mm. Every team that every team that's uh, gone through them losing years comes out on top again. Miami, Cleveland, San Antonio. So, you got to yeah, go through barring, a period at some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this is the only thing that's gonna blow me, though. This is the only thing that's gonna blow me. We gonna, we gonna get right up on the cusp of the playoffs and don't make it in, and then lose our draft pick on top of that because it's gonna be outside the top ten. That's gonna be a blow. But when we I, have I, a new coach in there, that's Thibodeau or Jackson. Will it be okay. a blow then? Okay, yeah, you talking, you talking. Okay, yeah. Go ahead, sign God, Sham God back, and 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 all these old Bama's <laughs> used to play with the Wizards. Go ahead, tank the rest, and just go ahead, ride out. Go ahead, ride out. But yeah, but I said it that if John Wall was cooking, that I would give him his props, and he's looking like a top a top five guard in the league right now. I, I have to say it. he looked like a top five guard in the league right now. Now, can he sustain that to the end? Is it a little too too little too late? We gonna see, but I am impressed with his you play like right that. now. You like I, that. I'm very impressed with his play you right like now. That. So, you like that. with that said, we gonna move on. Hit, hit you with the with the Iverson killer crossover. Now we jumping over the NFL talk. A lot of stuff going on. Yeah, the Browns at number two. Word on the street is that right now Cincinnati has no interest in trading AJ McCarron. 
Um, as we know, AJ McCarron stepped in just like Brock Osweiler did uh, for a few games. Well, he, I think he played three games and he played well. He looked good in those three games. And now there's a little buzz or murmurings about him being on, you know, being someone that potentially could be traded. Uh, the coach for Cincinnati came out and was just like, nah, I'm not trying to trade AJ McCarron. You know, we, we like him as our backup. But if you could get the number two pick, if the Browns are willing to trade the number two pick, uh, which are also exploring other options, and we'll talk about that too, would you do that? Would you take AJ McCarron over potentially what Carson Wentz or Stop Goff it. coming Stop out? It. I'm waiting on you to tell me what else is included in that trade because you're definitely not talking about head up the number two overall pick for AJ McCarron. So I'm just waiting for you to tell me the rest of the trade. No, that's that's it. That's Hell, it. You can't do that. Stop it. I'm not even going to address it. Jeff, Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, you, so you, you think when they come, you wouldn't. I mean, at least you've seen uh, a small. I know it's a super small sample size of AJ McCarron, but that's not enough to like not take the risk of a second, uh, a second, uh, a number two pick, and go with AJ McCarron. Hell, like he could. Hell, you would have had. Hell no, to the no, 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 hell to the no. All right, so so that, that, that all right. That's, I'm a record GM. Guys. If he called me talking about. Oh, we'll give yeah, you AJ yeah, McCarron yeah. for the number two pick. We gotta throw hands <laughs> next time we see each other. That's disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. I, 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 nah, cause cause America yeah. seems to believe AJ McCarron is the real deal and that he can he can he can come in and run a franchise and be a starter. I mean the number we talk about it all the time. The, the talent level is, is, is this the talent level for quarterbacks is is thin out here. Not that thin. Yeah. The number two overall pick. Yeah, number two. In the first All round. Right, man. All right, so I'll give you this. Let me <laughs> ask you this. Overall, that's what I said. In the first round. <laughs> <laughs> so go go ahead. The only other option. What you asking him, man? All right, so would you say Kirk Cousins had a much better season than AJ McCarron this year? Yeah, he did. So, do you think the Browns would take Kirk Cousins for the number two overall pick? <laughs> you like that? You like that? I actually, uh-huh. I don't. Hey, we gonna need. We I gonna think need they would. Like this. I, they, I think they would, and no, if they, they would, no, I would, they I would not. definitely give it to. Hey, you. if that's the case, I'm gonna call Scott now and try to get this train on the road. It's no <laughs> way. It's no way. Head up that you give no up way. the number two overall pick for the type of backup guys you're talking about, like. AJ McCarron hasn't even started the whole season. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like you act like, like he, he balled. Yeah. You act like he balled the whole season and then that I'm not acting like he balled the whole season, though. Then he didn't fry in the three games he was in. He played okay. He didn't even cook in the games he, he was played in. good. He had six touchdowns and two six. picks. That's not cooking, Harold. That's not I cooking. mean, it's not bad either. Number two overall, yeah, you I got mean, to be cooking. That's franchise quarterback, overall, right? man. That's crazy. Well, well, that's that's nothing. a pick that changes your your, your franchise in general. Whether it comes from the quarterback, a O lineman, a D a D lineman, like that's supposed to change your franchise. And is AJ McCarron doing that? Like, is he about to have 
the Browns, you know, are on that precipice of the playoffs next year or the year after that? Not likely. Not likely. So, all right, man. Y'all got that one, okay? Y'all walk me down the back alley after the go-go. To go you ain't got the answers, man. Oh, yeah, you ain't got the answers. Ice Icebox. Yeah, <laughs> the trade win. Okay, so now you got RG3. Rumors is RG3 had a good interview or a good meeting with Hugh Jackson, and Hugh Jackson really liked RG3. And they've been talking, and, you know, it's looking like RG3 might go to the Browns. And I know, Jeff, you know, you said it back on, uh, you know, some shows back that the Browns, like Hugh Jack might turn the Browns around. And I was like, man, no, dog. That's like, yeah, we did laugh at you. But y'all put me on the island. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's all yeah. good. <laughs> but, but RG3, RG3 might, and I think that's a good spot for him, dog. I found out they got Pep Hamilton is the OC. Oh, he got, he got to go there now. Like you, you got you got. I mean, the situation is set up for. I feel like a, that's a good situation for RG three to be in. If he go anywhere else, I can just see the debacle starting all over. Just hit replay on the debacle. If he goes to the Browns, even though their franchise is is really that's the biggest question mark. It's not even. It's not even RG three, and I don't even think you know Hugh Jackson or Pep Hamilton are really like the biggest question mark. I think it's the, you know, the management, the the upper management, the GM, and how you know the owner, how they're gonna manage stuff. That's more of a bigger, a bigger, uh, a bigger question mark to me. Um, but y'all, y'all, I mean, how do y'all feel about that move? Y'all think RG three should go to the Browns? Or he should just wait it out and go somewhere else. I mean, he's got to go. Uh, There's not really much else for him to go to. So if he goes, the only better situation would be Denver. I mean, other than other than Denver, who doesn't really seem to be overly interested, I would say you got to go automatically off the out the gate. He's making the, the city happy um, because he's not Johnny Football. So personality wise and and. <laughs> The way he acts and his demeanor, and he's actually had some form of success, albeit through injuries he's had to deal with. But he is a more positive role model for the team in the city, and he's not going to be the showboat and the problem child that Johnny was. So that gives him a leg up right there. He was known for helping quarterbacks improve. That gives him another leg up. So that's you really got to think about what's best for you at this point. Is it going to back somebody up or try and revitalize a city with a former first round pick? I mean, it makes sense. Now, if you get if you get RG three, do you use that number two pick and, and still get a quarterback? Mm, that's a good question. Man, I don't think old. so. There's not there's not a quarterback worth it to cover up all the holes you got. You got so much other issues going after a quarterback when you could use him as, at least as a stopgap for a year or two and not have to worry about training up two quarterbacks at the same time. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm kind of uh, with uh, with Shaq on that. Like, I feel as though um, that Denver probably would be the only other situation that would, would, would probably be better. Um, because of because of that defense and like I said, all of the offensive weapons they still have, where Cleveland's lost a lot of players in free agency, um, 
And, and so, uh, you know, I still think Denver would be a better situation. But like I said, as, as Shaq mentioned, they're not necessarily seeming overly interested at this point. So Cleveland uh, might be the best bet. And as far as um, the question you brought up, whether they should still draft a number two, uh, you know, a quarterback at that number two position, like a lot would have to do with whether they feel that Carson Wentz is um, that next dude. You know, if they really feel that truly, then they probably would because, you know, you still don't know what you're going to get from RG. So, uh, but if they don't feel as though that, you know, he's a, a franchise quarterback or, or, or going to change, uh, you know, the path of the franchise, then then it wouldn't make sense to draft a, a quarterback at that number two position if they sign RG. Yeah, that, that, hey. <laughs> I don't even know what you do. No, I mean, you you bringing in Carson Wentz if you feel like he's your guy and you have RG three, then RG three is back to square one again. Like you square know what I'm one, saying? Yeah, and he's back to square one. And if you're RG three, if I'm RG three, you know I want to kind of know this before I get into the involved in this situation. Now I know his options ain't, ain't you know abundant right now. And he's kind of like, you know, forced to pick from a shorthand. Uh, but you don't, I mean, you just came from a, a situation where you were you were involved in a power struggle and, you know, trying to assert yourself on a team. And, you know, his ego, that joint is a porcelain doll. And if you drop that joint on the step, it's going to crack open. So, you know, I... I I just would want to put myself after coming from this situation in another situation where I would I would be back trying to like win people's like win people over again. You know what I'm saying? Um, if they bring it, if they draft a new quarterback, they're going to be looking to get him involved in, in playing as quickly as possible because he's a number two pick. You don't pick a quarterback at number two to have him sitting on the bench and like this is a new NFL it, it don't go down like that you get picked that high they expect you to come in right away learn the system and play just like Winston you know James Winston last year and you know a lot of the quarterbacks that are picked that high up so I just see a scenario where he, he would just be you know, a backup or brought in and try to help you uh, the, the new young guy. And I don't think he wants to come in here so. with his nose all snotty. You want to know about the game? You better ask it's gonna be somebody. It's going to be see how this plays out um, or if it plays out before the draft or after the draft or, or what what's going to happen. But speaking of ex-Redskins, Alpha Morris got signed to the Cowboys and now the Cowboys fans, they out here chip, chip, chirping, talking about, yeah, <laughs> Romo for president, about to go to the Super Bowl and all that. Yeah. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys fans might be the most obnoxious fans in America for over any sport, dog, because these Bambas are delusional. Delusional. Um, Redskins fans can be delusional too, but Cowboys fans, they just like, they have no memory. No memory at all. So... Is this a good fit for Alvin Morris? I mean, I tend to think that it is, but what what are y'all thoughts on it? Don't all speak at once. Nobody like Alvin Morris anymore. Uh, yeah, I just is he trash or can he get the job done? He got trash. You know, I think Alvin Morris is not as good as or not as gifted as Redskins fans tended to think he was before this year. But I think Dallas is the absolute perfect situation for him. 
Because of his running style and that offensive line, I think he's going to get 1,500 yards again. Mm, that's a, that's a big number. He said 1,500. Yeah, that's a that's a big number, big boy number. I mean, they got the, they if they running the ball like they ran the ball last year, I think I think it's very well possible that he could get you know close to fifteen hundred yards. Now I don't know about fifteen hundred. That's a little much for me. I say maybe I say maybe thirteen fifty or you know maybe close to 1400 yards and 10 touchdowns I see 10 touchdowns easy he got, he got 1500 behind our garbage O-line the first year he was here that that he, is true but he also had R.D. yeah he had R.G. like that would hold it would hold that uh, like that end and you know what I'm saying and, and things of that nature so that definitely played into see, a lot of now, success that first year but you don't remember uh, DeMarco Murray not getting touched until the cornerbacks and safeties behind that old line? <laughs> no, he Don't you think? Don't you think that uh, that Murray is a bit faster than than Morris? Yeah, I give you that. But I don't think Murray necessarily runs with speed and explosion until he gets into the secondary. Like he, I mean, I don't. I think he's fat. Morris is slow to me. Period. Um, so I definitely yeah. think Murray's faster than him, but I think he's more of a long shot than like an explosive out of the backfield type of guy, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I see. I, I see Alvin Morris as a gasher. He's a gasher runner to me. Like he's good for like six, eight yard run chunks, like chunk runs. Not going get loose and you know break. He not going Jamal Charles you or nothing like that. He just gonna move the chains and. I think for what their offense and, you know, how the Cowboys offense wants to be set up, you know, granted, Tony Romo, you know, his his back is is all, all together, you know, but it's going to be just interesting to see how Alfred Morris fits into it. But as far as the situation, I think that's a good situation for him, and I'm actually happy for him. Not happy that he's playing with the Cowboys, but I'm just happy that he got out of this situation because I feel like we did him crud. Like, you know, I know it was a business move to just – not give them touches and I know they like Matt Jones and everything but I mean it is what it is it is what it is but also, that's also huge as far as helping their defense against the Redskins offense that's going to be big in those divisional games coming up this year yeah yeah it is yeah it is um, the uh, Martellus Bennett that trade yeah the Patriots ain't playing no games Martellus Bennett and, Gronk- <laughs> and Gronkowski on the same team, yeah, that's a dangerous combination, dog. That's a dangerous combination. I don't even know why how did the, the league ain't veto that jump. They let that jump go through. <laughs> yeah, they, they needed to pull one of them, uh, them David Stern when Chris Paul was about to. It had to, to dog. And pull the David Stern dog, cause that that's a cheat code. Yeah. Martellus Bennett is one of the better yeah. receiving tight ends in the league, and you put him with Gronk, then you got a mismatch on both sides. They can run the two tight end set like they did when they had had the killer on the team. What was the bad thing? Yeah, and they had Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Hitman Hernandez. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Hitman, <laughs> Aaron Hitman, <laughs> Hitman Hart Hernandez. This is bad. Yeah, <laughs> they, they trying to get back to that. So. That's a that's a, that's a crucial pickup for them. Um, uh, Tyrod Taylor, 
he trying to get some more money because right now the Bills is getting a steal with Tyrod Taylor. I think they're paying the Bama like $2 million or $3 million for the year coming up. And so now he's, you know, you know how it goes. You know how the business goes. The uh, agent's like, you know, our client is worth more. We want an extension. We want more money. But it's the NFL. They, I mean, they're not giving him no more money. He's just going to have to sit back and chill. Um, I mean, they don't have no reason to. So. Yeah, they do. The backup quarterback over there. You going to go in there. What's his name again from uh, Florida State? Yeah, but you but you know how Rex Ryan is. That man, you know, he ain't giving in to nobody demands. You know, he he feel like his defense going. He talking about he talking about EJ Manuel. Yeah, yeah, Manuel. Scrub. Yeah, he he a bum. He a scrub. I, I unless you ask Raphael I'm though. Raphael, saying, like, I, I watched him play. Nah, nah, nah. He even him, he'll admit that he's <laughs> not that good. <laughs> Yeah, that that was a mystery to me because, like I said, I'm a Florida State fan, and uh, when they drafted him in the first round, I was like, "What?" The same thing with Ponder. Like, I, I didn't understand yeah, it, but that's either here or there. So, as we closing out our show today, we're gonna talk a little bit of NCAA um, bracket busters. Michigan State, of course, busted a lot of people's brackets or whatever. But um, aside from that. Who do you though? Buddy Hill? That Bama is real. He might be the best <laughs> college player. He might be the best college player in in college right now. Like, like hands down, he might be the best. Cause he got a jumper. He got like handles. He can get his own shot off. Like his game is suited for the NBA. I don't know if he's planning to come out this year, but if I had a first round pick, um, yeah, he's he be on my he's top of the list. Yeah, nah, he he's polished, dog. Ain't drafting no seniors. You say you ain't drafting no seniors. Mm-hmm. I ain't drafting. Why no not? Seniors. Why not, huh? Because you in college for <laughs> years. They never said when you was. He said you been in college for years. You subtract. In fairness, he he could have came out last year, but he wanted to come back to try win it, win it all this year. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't know if that if that helped you at all. That's oh, code. Fair. I'm not a lottery pick. That's what that means. <laughs> hey, Aaron, he good, Aaron. Aaron. I know, I, I believe it, though. But I'm not drafting any seniors. Hey, yeah, that man would be cooking. I was like, yo, I was like, but you, you know what's funny, though? You know what's funny, though? Who was the last, like, senior, like, drafted that's a stud in the league? Man, Sam Duncan. I'm curious to know. <laughs> yeah, Sam Duncan. It got to be somebody after him, you know? He can't nah, be I can't last, think of like, one. Seven, the last senior, though? Senior Joe, that Joe went out of style. After the after after LeBron James, everybody was doing one and dones. I never. I ain't the closest seen no thing is like Shane Battier or something, but he wasn't even. Yeah, a Yeah, or Frank Kaminsky. That Batman <laughs> did nothing. These Batmans yeah, did like Shane Battier. Yeah, that's it. I can't even remember. Tim Duncan. That's it, dog. That's bad. He's still in the league. Get buckets too. So, I, it's just. I mean, it's rare, but. But from just watching him, the dude is real though. He got game. He he seriously got game. Um, Maryland and that Joe, they still in Sweet Sixteen. Maryland Sweet Sixteen. Is it is it over? Is Kansas about to about to bust their bubble and leave them on the sideline? <laughs> it's about to be done. <sighs> I mean, I mean history history will say so, but I don't know. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, kn- I know for myself, like, I think on the other show, I had said that Maryland's, uh, their, their, their cap out was the Elite Eight. Like, I thought that that was the furthest they could get. I think they actually have the talent to go further, but, like, they don't really apply it, like, the way that you would want the players to. Like, so uh, yeah. I think Kansas will win unless Tremble has a big game. If Tremble has a big game, by big game, I mean, like, close to 30, like 25-plus then I think Maryland has a chance. But it just sucks because the offense that Turgeon runs isn't really conducive to that. So The, the Batman Tremble, though, I, I just, to me, he just, what did we say, Ern? He just like, he's like one of them knuckles. Like, he just looked like the type of kid that just don't listen. Like, he just, you be like, all right, I need you to come around the ball screen hard and then catch the ball and then, you know, let it go. And he went, man, young, I know what to do. Like, he just seemed like one of them type of kids that just, Think he got all the answers, just disregard. Cause some of the shots he be taking be ill-advised. And I'm like, bruh, like back in my day, you take an ill-advised shot like that, next thing you hear is that buzzer for the sub out. Like he be just jacking <laughs> in, in crucial moments of the game. Like, what are you doing? No, like he I just, mean but he's, this, he's but, a wildfire. But, wild but, but he got he have to take them shots though. You know what I mean? Like, no, like no. The, the shots Jeff, not all these the not all these shots best though. Player. Not I mean, them, okay. I mean, sometimes, like, the best player is going to take bad shots. That's just a part of when you're the offensive go-to person. Yeah, no, I, I feel you, Jeff. I feel you. But you don't take bad shots at bad points at the, at the game. Now when you got six and seven-point leads and then you come and just jack a bad three that, you know what I'm saying, when the team been playing you tough all game, like, you hold a possession, you drive to the rack. Like, he settles for outside jumpers way too much for me. Like, way too much. When his handles is on 99. Like, if you get the dude leaning, just attack the cup. And he be looking to get bailed out a lot. I just, I don't know. But I'm not drafting him in, in, uh, in the NBA. That's just me. I mean, I know nah, he's he, short. He need, he need to come back. He need to be he come need, back. Yeah, he need to I go mean, until he can't he, go he no was more. Dealing, <laughs> he was dealing. Nah, nah. Today, kick him out of school. He need to do a 58. He need to do a 58. You, you, you get to say, yeah, it's over. Go that route. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say, in fairness to him, a little bit. I mean, he has been banged up all year. That that could be the only, the only one, you know, kind of excuse you can give him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I ain't giving. Um, yeah. yeah. All right, man. You so. you can have him. The only other Batman that's league ready right now, in my opinion. Yeah, Bryce Johnson is the truth. Like he's the he's, he's the, the truth too. Dog, this Bama, hey, Aaron, <laughs> the the Bama is nice, Aaron. He's nice, like what, like hey, sometimes. What is stretch game looking like? What is stretch game looking like? What do you mean, the stretch game? Like his outside game? What you think? What you think, dog? You're with the big what? men doing nowadays. <laughs> What? Man, it was his outside game. He's, <laughs> no, I mean, again, the bat. Look, he got hand. I mean, well, you know, he has. He can control the ball. To me, he's like a he's like a poor man's Anthony Davis, but with with like with more upside because yeah, he's whoa, athletic. Whoa, whoa, whoa. More upside? Huh? Oh, what? Some people can't handle success. I can't. Come on, Terry. No, I'm not. I'm talking. I'm talking. Well, upside, right, Davis, me, hold on, hold on. Let me let me clarify. Let me clarify. Let me let me clarify. Let me clarify. When Anthony Davis was in college, right? 
I'm talking about like his college, not now, like not Anthony Davis now, because Anthony Davis like got a jumper out of, I didn't even know the Batman could shoot, he's shooting threes now, he doing all stuff, 360, everything. So, I mean, his his upside is, is crazy. I'm talking about like his college upside, like he does, like he blocks shots, he's a rim protector. He's a senior. Batman, yeah, okay, but I'm just saying he's still good though, Jeff. He's still he's 21. Good. You're too old to get drafted. <laughs> Open tryout. You coming for a tryout? I'm, I'm just, I'm just, yeah, I'm just leaning, I'm just leaning on your your A Davis comparison because like, like last time I checked, they won the title in his one year at Kentucky, Kyle's only title, and that was his one year at Kentucky, and he this is his fourth year in the league. Okay, man. He's not Anthony Davis, but his game is Anthony Davis. Let me clear Anthony Davis. Oh, man. But the Bama is real, though. He blocks shots to the stands. He blocks shots to the stands. He dunk on Bama's. He do spin moves. He got decent handles. He can shoot mid-range. I don't really, you don't really see him shooting threes, but he runs the floor. Like, the Bama's amazing. 22 in two months. You're right, though. Two months, he could be 22. Too old. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be the same can't... age as Anthony Davis. Yeah, he got five years left Anthony in his prime. Get him out of here. <laughs> These are the players that's going to get drafted, though. These are the yeah, guys that's going to get drafted. To Phoenix, to the Wizards, those type of teams. I'll take, I'll take a Bryce Johnson to the Wizards. I'll take Bryce. Listen, this is your assignment. Watch I probably would. I, I would. I would. Watch, watch, watch Oklahoma and Buddy Hill go hamburger, no cheese, wow, on whatever they playing. And watch Bryce Johnson. The Bama is and y'all. He's watch, good. My, like y'all need y'all need to watch my man Brandon Ingram. You know what I'm saying? Like he's probably he might be the number one pick. He had 25 in the last game, and I think we play Oregon. Or whatever coming up next, so if, if that's who y'all need to check out because he's gonna be one or two in the draft. Hill as well, yeah, I'll give you that. Hill Johnson, I mean, you you you're probably higher on him than I am. I'll say that. So all I'm saying is that it's rare you get Bama's blocking shots to the stands in game. Bama's about to be. I'm talking about like hairline worse than mine. I don't want the ball on my team. Until <laughs> he, he go to the head cuttery, huh? Then then you can have him on your squad. Get about it. Can't do it. Dang, man. All right, man. Well, next week we'll be back on this joint again. Talk about whatever's going on out here in the streets. Landon Collins out here seating up the world. He got five Living it girlfriends up. right now. Going. Just that Batman don't believe he li- he living like what's the he living like uh, Antonio Cavadi now he trying to get seven. he trying to get eight by his twenty fourth birthday he he out here um that's hilarious yeah bro so I mean it is what it is but what y'all doing tonight man nothing I'm glad it's getting dark darker later out now though daylight savings Joe boosted me. Yeah. Y'all be y'all, y'all y'all been watching the uh y'all watch TV shows? Y'all seen the Daredevil Joe yet? Nah, I ain't seen the Joe. Oh, that's my that's, oh, yeah. that's my Joe. The Netflix. Oh yeah, that Joe like that though. That Daredevil Joe yeah, like that. Yeah, that's, I, I'm I'm on that yeah, right now. I'm just catching, catching that. As soon as I get over here, I'm about to just wait. What? What's up? Nah, I was just gonna say you all you all caught up or you you watching through the second season now? 
Oh yeah, I'm in the second season now. I ain't finished it yet, but I'm in the second okay. season now. I'm like on nah, episode I, four. I haven't even. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm on episode four, so I'm just churning through that jump. But yeah, so by next week, we be nah. Next week when we on, it will it'll be down to the elite eight. Or the final four or something like that. I don't know how they do it. It's spread out by weekends now. Nah, it's, it's so yeah, nah, it'll be final four because it's the first one will be to go to the Sweet Sixteen, and then the second game will be to go to the final four. So yeah, next okay. week, next week, uh, yeah, don't, I love though NCAA. I know y'all be sleeping on the jump, but that jump is like a great weekend though. Like it's just like that first weekend of games, like that Thursday through Sunday. That jump is just. I just it's, it's lovely dog I mean it's just, it's just constant non-stop like basketball yeah I wish I could go back in time and just play, play in one NCAA tournament jam <laughs> and, and had a green light like some of these like 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 uh Trumbull. had a green light like Trumbull and just can jack anything I want BLK Sports 980 we be back next time peace Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me! How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about- Let me speak! How does that feel? How does that feel?